I think sometimes when we think about routine, it should it start right away in the morning? Or is it something that you feel routine should happen in the afternoon, in the evening? Because I, just using that phrase, I think there's an opportunity where if you don't start with routine, how could the rest of your day look? Like, what could the rest of your day look like, right? Is the thought of being imperfect keeping you from taking action? Welcome to Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. Each week, we give you real-life stories and thought-provoking research that inspires your soul to live a more fulfilled life through your own actions. From the heart of Calgary, Canada, here are your hosts, award-winning coaches, Christopher Lawrence and Kyle Kalou. Welcome, welcome once again to another exciting week of podcast with the infamous, the one and only, the greatness, the most amazing high, all that is perfect in the world, me and Christopher Lawrence. Yeah, exactly. Girl, sometimes no. <laughs> working with you is like working with a child. Like I, and it's not because you like to have fun. It's because I constantly am like following you around, and it's like, hey, remember for like the last six months, this is how we did our podcast, and you decide today you're just going to do something different, even though it doesn't work for our audio. I'm just, you remember? Yeah, I notice how you I, remember? you know. Uh, you know, so I let you do that because that seems to be a routine to always criticize me, to always punch at me at something, oh, okay. to always remind me. And these are the things. And sometimes we do these things without even knowing we're doing it. It's like it's an automatic. Have I beaten up Kyle today? Have I punched at him today? Have I, you know, and folks, this is what I'm under. This is what and I'm I under wonder here. if Kyle created more routines, if I wouldn't have to chase him around to do his job in this place. Thank you. That's actually a really good question. That speaks to our podcast today, actually, about should I routine or should I not routine? I'm laughing only because those who are watching the video can see what he's doing that is causing me to giggle. Because I think he's trying to see what a facelift would look like. I totally am. I'm, I'm at that stage where it's like I get like bags under my eyes all the time mm. in my life. And it's like a double set of bags, you know, like... Bags under your eyes is supposed to show wisdom that you have experienced. No, that's crow's feet. Oh, Bags sorry. shows that you're old and tired. <laughs> there is nothing tired about you, Christopher. That's not true, though. <laughs> okay. Listen, let's you get know, back to routine. You know what's exhausting? You. <laughs> that's a routine for you, apparently. Again, that's how we started today's podcast. But let's just go back to routine. So I'm curious, what is your morning routine? Like if you Actually, think about it. Well, this is the thing. So, so I mean, it's, it's not really different from anybody else's. You know, I get up, I do a little bit of exercise. I, you know, I, I have a shower, I eat, I, you know, the whole bit. But actually, I, I thought it'd be kind of interesting. One of the things, I'm going on vacation later today. Vacation, mm -hmm. whatever that means in these weird times. <laughs> As an entrepreneur, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see family, which is like, is that really vacation? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on your family. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, I am taking some time away from the office would be more accurate than saying vacation. Exactly. But one of the things that I can do that helps me enjoy my vacations is that I establish routine really quickly. So like when I get into a hotel room, I like get everything super set up the way I want it. And I establish a routine really quickly. Like I can establish routines like that. 
Mm -hmm. right? So new routine, this is what it's going to look like. And it's usually just a slight adaption from what I do at home, but I, I typically keep it the same thing going. And I find what that does for me is it just, it helps me enjoy the vacation a little bit more. Um, you know, like, listen, I'm all about kind of like lazing about once in a while, but it's just like, I find right. that if I start the day, right, you know, vacation or not on vacation, I just feel better. Uh, totally. I mean, I think there's some credence to that, that um, uh, saying about, you know, which side of the bed did you get off, right? Like, which side of the bed did you come off on? Because there's that, that there's that implication. Sorry, it is not which side of the bed did you get off, oh. it's, which means something totally different. <laughs> it's which side of the bed, like what people say is, I got up on the wrong side of the bed. That's okay, what it is. I I got but up. Get off. That is, okay, but that doesn't make sense. Else. Okay, hold on. What does that mean, though? I got up on the wrong side of the bed. Like, I don't get that. Because doesn't people usually sleep on the same side of the bed? Isn't that a routine? Like, someone would sleep on the same side of the bed usually? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a metaphor that people use to describe waking up uh, in a bad mood or waking up mm -hmm. and feeling clumsy or tired. You know, it's like those days. So like you got up on the wrong side of your bed. If you, you know, wake up, you spill coffee on yourself, you slip in the shower and, you know, and uh, somebody fender bends you on the way to work. Oh, I really thought, I mean, in my language of translation in my head, I really thought it was getting off the wrong side of the bed because I just figured everyone slept on the same side of the bed Ladies and they wake and up on the same Kyle side Kyle Kalu can speak seven languages, but none of them well, <laughs> including his mother I language. Knew, I knew you were going to say that, but again, that's that's a whole other <laughs> topic around translation, right? How we translate certain things. Um, okay, so I thought people slept in a routine. So, and again, and I, I think what I'm coming back to is, you know, I think sometimes when we think about routine, it should it start right away in the morning? Or is it something that you feel routine should have in, in the afternoon, in the evening? Because I, just using that phrase, I think there's an opportunity where if you don't start with routine, how could the rest of your day look? Like, what could the rest of your day look like, right? You're saying that. I, I typically agree with that. Actually, it's, it's, uh, it's really interesting. I, I came across a couple of articles here. So, so, so you know, the, the question is, should you routine or not? And it seems like right. a kind of like a ridiculous question, but I think people underestimate the power of being deliberate with your routines. I think deliberate. that that's the yeah. point and, yeah. and building into those routines. So instead of trying to start a brand new exercise program from scratch, and you've tried this a thousand times in your life and every time after, you know, one, three, six, eight weeks, you fail. Sometimes it's like three days mm -hmm. you, you fail at it instead build it into an existing routine right so and so, why is that so important like why why do you think that would be so because important? you already have habits so the way that the brain works is like everything we do is habitual or most things we do is habitual most, the way mm -hmm. we think the way we drive the way the way we wake up when we wake up most of it's habitual right what we choose to focus on what we practice on it's all habitual and so habits can be changed but they cannot be they can be changed, they can be replaced, but they can't mm -hmm. actually be changed. So once a neural, mm -hmm. neural pathway is created mm -hmm. in the brain, unless there's damage to that neural pathway, it, it exists for your whole life. It's just that it can become less useful, meaning mm -hmm. you create a new habit, 
where the reward is stronger and then the old habit is is less, less desirable less desirable right mm -hmm. so then you access that old pathway less often and it and it becomes more uncomfortable to access it so this is why even people who quit smoking you know 20 years later in a super stressful situation might light up just one time right, right? like it's right. it's it's actually a very understandable thing and and mm -hmm. and it's just kind of the way the brain works uh, that's why I like the the when you talked about a little bit about the car piece of it and I use that in some examples as well sometimes in our client coaching sessions is you know when we get into a car remember when we first started to learn to drive right you just had to hold on you know your, your brake your seatbelt goes on you adjust your mirrors then the signal goes on you start the car it's in park you do all these things and you say to yourself now when's the last time you did that when was the last time you got in your car and was deliberate about checking those things, yeah. right? We know you did it. We know you had mm -hmm. your seatbelt on. You know you, you yeah, did those things. Mostly we just get in the car and start moving after we've learned to drive. So it becomes habitual, which is a really good habitual. thing, actually. Yeah. Like habits are important brain. because because otherwise life would be exhausting. We'd run out of energy. Like, tr like constantly being diligent all of the time is exhausting. So it's, it, habits are important. So... Okay. Mm. So I think it's important actually to understand kind of what a routine is. So a routine is a sequence of actions that you do repeatedly. And routines, I'm just going to quickly find this here. There was a, a really good definition. Routines, okay, so what's the difference between habits, routines, and rituals? Brilliant. So yeah. habits are things that we do automatically. So checking your email, the way you think, you know, where you put your keys. Routines are a collection of habits or actions mm -hmm. that you do on a regular basis to bring order to your day, right? And so this is why when you're trying to start a new exercise program or learn uh, to play a new instrument or to do those sales calls that you're supposed to be doing, but you're not, it's actually right. so much easier to attach it to an existing routine than it is to start from scratch. I'll give you a simple example of this. Take your supplements while you brush your teeth because we brush our teeth every day, twice a day, usually, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? So if you take your supplements while you brush your teeth, you'll always remember, right? There's right. there that's, that's a new habit coming into a routine. Instead of starting a new exercise program, when you get up in the morning, start stretching in bed and then roll out of bed and do some push-ups. That's what I do, right? And then eventually you can build into more habitual and routine type things. Some, yeah. This is, you know, this isn't the same for people who are just like, they love exercise, they can do it any time of day, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about like new habits, new routines. Same thing with your thinking. Like maybe your thinking is, you know, is like needs an overhaul after being in lockdown for 18 months. And, right. you know, with all of the stuff coming on the horizon, everything's doom and gloom these days. I don't even, you know, I don't even know how people are making it out there these days, honestly, yeah. it's so tough. But, but, but there's something about establishing a habit attached to a routine of positive thinking. So, mm -hmm. so as an example of this, I've, I've attached when somebody comes into my office and we're just having a casual conversation, I ask them five questions that help them focus on what's positive for them. Actually, the head fake is, is it's helping me focus on the present moment and what's positive right. for me. Right. So so that's what routines are. Rituals are basically routines, but but basically the main difference is the attitude. So so mm -hmm. 
so a ritual would be something that you add kind of a special attitude or or a special feeling to when you do it so it's like you know like maybe your routine is going for a walk but they're making it making it a ritual would be making sure that you you really stayed in that present moment that that right. that a, a walk in your day is productive it's not a waste mm -hmm. of time right. right so 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 basically i would say that that ritual is just like making a routine special for mm -hmm. for lack of a better term and well, it's i think like, it's under, uh, important for people to understand those differences and and i could see um and so correct me if i'm wrong um and as you know i i don't mind being wrong so you know if if someone is like family getting together that they're visiting like you're gonna visit your mom um and, and other folks on your your staycation but gonna be somewhere else um you know there's things that you guys will do together right there's things that you guys you know although you're spending time together you're gonna make it deliberate that you guys want to do something and there's certain things that you guys often do together right would that be something as a as a ritual or as well as maybe some routines as well i think so i mm -hmm. like I, th I think it depends on the perspective that people hold but i'm actually more interested what are your routines like like things that might seemingly not be like like i'm wondering actually if you could talk about cooking and baking because i don't think people see that as a routine unless it's like they come home and maybe they have kids and so they always cook the meal and maybe it feels like a bit of a grind, but it's different for you. I think actually when it comes to cooking and baking for you, it's ritualistic. Oh, it totally is because a lot of times it's, um, you know, I'll, I'll feel for certain things and there's a connection with that thing. So, for example, you know, there's certain methods and certain recipes, especially when I'm making like Indian food, you know, Caribbean, Jamaican food. You know, there's a process I go and I also attach it to a memory or conversation. And that was the other thing I was going to say is sometimes when I go home uh, back in Toronto and I visit, you know, with my mom, we're deliberate about cooking together and talking about stories about cooking together. Together, right or around when she first learned something or when she taught me something or you know she would say you know nanny grandma love this like this is when she first met she taste this right and my grandmother did that a lot too right even when I told her what I made it usually goes into some things around the food itself which I find is just a, like you were saying the attitude about it um, I find immense relaxation and pleasure uh, going through the routine of cooking, the prepping, the making the food, uh, tasting it, you know, all that stuff that goes with it, the type of things. Although there's times I may have deviation to a recipe or what have you, the, the routine of making it or sometimes the ritual that, in, that gets involved is actually quite fulfilling for me. And I know when I talk to other people, they're like, oh, my God, the routine of cooking every day and all night and oh, right. It's not for them. Right. So it's not to say one not routine is better me. than the other. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting because um, when we look at high achievers, there are some things that are a little bit common in terms of their routines. One of them is that they tend to rise early, uh, yeah. although there are there are exceptions to this. So this is where I struggle with stuff like this, because I don't want people to force themselves into a box if it doesn't work for them. Uh, right. Winston Churchill liked to stay in bed until 11 o'clock. He was a high achiever, you know, but 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 many high achievers do rise early. What time do you get up, Kyle? 4, 4.30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, not me, 6.30. I consider myself a high achiever, though. Yeah. 
No, I mean, I think the routine of that is is makes consistency. And here's the thing: my body doesn't know when it's a Saturday or a Sunday. Like it doesn't say, "Oh yeah, this day, no, let him sleep." Right? I just find it allows me to prepare myself before I get in. So for me, it wakes up everything. And so by the time I finish my exercise, by the time I I do my meditation, my relaxation, my quiet time, when by the time I get to work, I'm I'm ready. I know some people usually will say, oh my God, don't talk to me until 10 o'clock. Like, leave me alone. Right. And it is for certain people. Um, but I think for me, having that routine of I'm up at a certain time, I have me time before I actually have we time is, um, is important for me. I think, yeah, it's interesting. So there's a few more here I want to run through. Uh, making your bed is one. I personally find this as helpful in, in my mindset too. It's, it's usually one of the first activities that I do in the morning. Uh, oh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I met a veteran mm -hmm. who was in his late 40s and he never made his bed. And I said, how come you don't make your bed? And and the reason why I say that he was a veteran is because like, isn't this like, I don't know, my bias, thing. <laughs> like one of the things that they do, your bed has to be in made army, perfectly, yeah. you know, like, I don't know if that's yeah. true or if it's just what's in the movies, but, um, but he said, why? He said, I'm just going to mess it up again. And I'm like, I, for me, I can't detach. Like if I don't make my bed, it feels like it disconnects my day Yeah, a little bit. Like it is kind of setting the day up better. Uh, reciting uh, affirmations. I think reciting affirmations is helpful. I think that the jury is still out on, uh, like the research is still out on how helpful affirmations are and what kinds right. of affirmations. Certainly there's been work done on gratitude that shows that it is helpful, gratitude journaling. But what people miss when they do affirmations is that it becomes repetitive practice. It doesn't become mindful practice. So if you're not right. feeling gratitude or you're not yes. feeling the affirmation, yes. uh, it's actually not helpful. Do you do affirmations, Kyle? I don't. I don't. I don't uh, every, yeah. I, randomly, I will. I will have a more of a thought of centering myself, but not as the definition of affirmations. No. Mm -hmm. um, getting exercise, eating breakfast, taking a cold shower. I think again, like depending on what you're doing, I think exercise is important. I think what the research does show is that people who exercise in the morning are more likely to stick to an exercise routine. Totally agree. So, so finding you. a way to put that in the morning is is usually better for most people, but not all. Mm -hmm. um, eating a proper breakfast, I think that depends actually on your biology. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't, yeah. I think sometimes that's, you know, that, that's a bias. Mm -hmm. uh, taking a cold shower, same thing. Like, yes, there's some benefits to it, but I think it's a bit trendy. You know, and it's, I, I think that the benefits are overstated. I think a lot of people do it for like I, yeah. the stoicism of it. And it's like, okay, well, if stoicism is a part of your ritual that makes it important, then go ahead. Yeah. Like camping, I that reminds me too much of my upbringing of cold showers because there was no heater, no water, warmer. No, I'm all about the relaxation of a warm shower. Mm -hmm. Totally. So, so there's a few more here that I think people can think of, but I wanted to mention one thing, because as we talk about routines and habits, there's this thing that says a habit takes 21 days to form. That's what people say. But actually, what uh, it, that came from one piece of research, I think back in the 70s or 80s. Mm -hmm. And basically what it said is it was a minimum of 21 days, given the habits that they were forming on that. Right. New research shows that on average, average uh, habits take 66 days Damn. before they become automatic. 
that's an average. But yeah. some people were able to establish habits uh, in as little as 18 days. And for some, it took as many as 254 days, mm. which means that it makes it hard to figure out how long it's actually going to take someone to form a habit. These were for health behaviors, by the way, simple right, right. health behaviors. You have to remember that some habits and <clears throat> some habits and routines are more complex. Right. right. So it's like some some like exercising is not just one habit. It's a series of habits. It's yeah. getting your gym clothes ready, getting your shoes ready, yeah. getting your water ready, getting to the gym, getting it changed, getting mm, in yeah. the gym, doing the actual exercise, exercise. getting out. Which exercise? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. And so so that's a series of habits that forms a routine. And so 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 of course some people could form a habit shorter than 18 days. But some people, it's actually going to take longer than 254 days. What they found in this particular study was on average, it was 66 days of consistent compliance, which is which brings credence to things like mini habits, right? right? Starting small and building up rather okay. than rather than the end, going the end hard and fast, yeah. you know, so, so I think it's really important for people to look at this. I think that when we look at our routines, we can, you know, we have routines, we all have routines of how the human mind works. Um, even with pe people who experience short term memory loss, it's really fascinating because, um, you know, maybe later they're in an accident or have a stroke or whatever, and they have short term memory loss, they can still be found doing habits that they had before. But right. they don't even know why they're doing them. Right. Yeah, it comes back. Right. So totally. So yeah. So the question is, should you routine or should you not routine? And from my perspective, it's yes. Christopher, what do you think? I don't like the word should. However, I think it might be helpful for people to consider yeah. how they could take their routines and turn them into powerful routines that create a life of fulfillment and enjoyment and achievement. And remember, you know, I think we're so achievement driven. Sometimes achievement is about being in the moment and experiencing exactly. it. Like it's not, all of life isn't about being a high achiever. Love it. Until next week. Take care. It's our goal to build a global community of inspired action takers. And we can only do that with your help. So if you love inspired action, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app and share us on your socials. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Go to inspiredactionpodcast.ca and tell us what is the inspired action you took this week. Next week on Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. So it feels really good to cross stuff off the list, but then we're not necessarily actually doing things that add value to our life. Hashtag story of my life.